Hello Gemini friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Gemini December 2021 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that is the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month to help you make the most of the starry possibilities. If you would love to earn money as an astrologer, I can teach you how to do that, or if you just want to learn to help yourself and your friends, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course, which you can see at LoomLife.com. L-U-M-E-Life.com. Also, I have free courses on health and wellness and creating abundance at that same site. This video is for you. If Gemini is your sun or your moon or your rising or your Mercury or Venus or Mars or whatever Gemini placement you have, if you wanna go that deep into your chart, there is something here for you if you've got a Gemini placement. If you're a late degree Gemini, so if your birthday is around June, 11th through the rest of the sign. Then I also suggest you watch my cancer report because you late degree friends are cuspy and a lot of things about your chart is very much like the early cancer chart. So you will benefit from watching both the Gemini and cancer placements as a late degree. I've got some very big, exciting news. If you've been watching my reports for a while, you know I've been saying, find some way to run a free birth chart online and get to know more about your chart so that when I drill down into the degrees and talk about these different placements, you can have use astrology far beyond your sun sign. Now you're going to be able to do that as a member of my email community for free. So if you sign up for my email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com, um, at the end of November when I launch this, um, this uh, function, then you will have access to bring your free birth chart and you can use these videos in deeper ways. So we've got five main must-knows that we're going to drill into. The first is the end of the Sagittarius-Gemini eclipse cycle, and of course this is major for you all because this has been in your sign and your opposing sign. We'll talk about what those um, energies might bring. Also, we've got Venus in retrograde. Venus rules love, beauty, money, finances, relationships, design, self-esteem. It's going offline pretty much from November 18th through March 2nd. Um, even though the retrograde is actually from December 19th through January 29th, we've got those shadow periods in the you know beginning and the end there. Long transit, you're going to have some major must-knows there, so we're going to hit some highlights of that. Also, we're going to talk about how the planets moving through Scorpio, Sag, and Capricorn can affect you personally as a Gemini. We're going to talk about that Saturn-Uranus opposition that's coming up for the third time this year in December. And we're going to talk about Jupiter moving into Pisces and what that means for Gemini. So this first major must know is that the final conclusion of the Gemini Sagittarius eclipse cycle that started, that season started around March 2020, which is when the world shut down from coronavirus. The aspects of what we've experienced over these last couple of years that have had to do with education, whether it's from home or, you know, moving around, you know, being in school or not, work, work uh, location, how we work, where we work, all of this having to do with our social um, interactions and our international and travel connections, all of those things are very much um, the domain of Sagittarius and Gemini. So we will see a conclusion come to this storyline that was opened up then. For many people, that's going to be some normalcy returning to their travels. Um, of course, we can't speak to what it's going to be like in every area of the world at every time because there are going to be different things that go on for different individuals, but there is something in general coming to a close, a chapter that's ending, and you will notice this um, in those arenas. Also, the major, major um, upsets and triumphs that have been happening for Geminis and Sages. 
at this time um, or for these years, you know, you're going to get a little bit of a break from this um, constant, you know, whatever's been going on for you. And I'm a Sag, so I've been going through it with you too. We've had to say goodbye to beings that we didn't want to or to things that we didn't want to. I know that I did. Um, we've said hello to other things too. And so we've, um, things have been in flux in our relationship space, in our relationship to ourselves, in our health, and very much having to do with our belief systems and our ancestral programming and anything having to do with how we take in information and how we share information. And that has been undergoing a massive transformation. Many Geminis are stepping into the truth of the, that they're teachers, that you are a teacher and you are here to help people um, by taking information and sharing it with others. Um, and whether that's in the traditional way or whether that's in new ways, um, you still are very likely having something that you want to share, whether it's through written means or spoken means or through artistic means, and you, your mission is becoming more and more clear. Something really important to know, a big must-know about the eclipses, is that they happen on the ecliptic, which is the same point that the north and south nodes are measured. And the north and south nodes have to do with our karma, our challenges, and our highest expression in this lifetime, and how we step into that, our highest destiny. So eclipse time is a time when we shed things that are no longer serving us to step into our highest destiny, and we step into a trajectory that could seem a little bit different than what we were doing before, or it could seem like the actualization of what we were doing or trying, then we step on our highest path in greater ways. So you can definitely be sure that your highest expression is closer to you now. And the more you look for the signs and do the work to be a vibrational match for that highest version of yourself, the more you're going to see that activate. So that's happening. So this is going to be um, very, very, very active for you all, but especially those of you who are near 12 degrees. And again, if you run the free birth chart through my software there that you're, that you're able to access um, at the end of November, you'll be able to see your degrees. But Anywhere from seven to 17 degrees, the closer to 12 degrees, the more impact you're going to have from this eclipse. And it's basically those of you who are in the uh, last couple of days of May and the first week of June, the closer to around June 2nd, the more um, intense this is going to be for you. And this is going to very strongly um, have to do with relationships as well, okay? So the planets moving through Sagittarius are going to highlight your relationship sector. So things are going to get very busy. You might be seeing people socially, you might be connecting with new people, people from your past might come back. Um, you might be breaking up or making up or advancing in your to the next level of your relationships, but relationships are definitely in the focus right now for you. Things are also going to spin out like crazy. Gemini already is this mutable upward spiral and Sagittarius is a mutable upward spiral. And so when the Sag energies come every year, you will get spun out. It will be amazing. Like if you ever talk to a friend that you have that has strong Sag energy, or if you relate to my work, which I'm a Sag and you see how I am, I'm excitable, I talk fast, I have a lot of information, I share a lot of information. Geminis are the same way. So we work very well together. So you notice that you get all lit up when you're around people that have that energy and that's how you're going to be. You're gonna be excited, you're gonna have ideas, you're going to you know, have creativity, you're going to be busy. Um, but you also can get exhausted. So that's the big must know here. You wanna rest. You might wanna say no to some certain events or things just so you can, you know, take your time to just like disengage, you know, get your feet 
just grounded, stomp them, you know, whatever you got to do to try to help yourself stay grounded and to claim your personal space because you are going to be interacting with people a lot, whether it's virtual or in person. So the eclipses can bring in anything along the lines of the education or things that we listed before. To, to understand more about that, see my eclipses in Sagittarius video. I'm going to give you several videos to refer to to let you get into the more subtle nuances and the big themes that this eclipse might show up for you. Um, and they're all on my YouTube homepage. So if you go to Annie Botticelli YouTube, scroll down to the eclipse series, then you'll find it. Or you can just search organically Annie Botticelli eclipses in Sagittarius. Also, I recommend um, for all Geminis eclipses in Libra or the seventh house, because that's where it's going to be for all of you from the whole house perspective. Those of you who are June born, I also suggest you watch um, eclipses in Virgo or the sixth house because that is going to be um, relevant for you as well. Definitely watch my November horoscopes also because the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle that started is still very flared up right now and what we talked about in that um, horoscope is also going to be true for this month of December. Okay, the effects that that eclipse and I talk about the locations that they are for you. Okay, so the next big must know is that we've got Mars still moving through Scorpio. This is putting some pressure on your relationships. We talked about this coming through a lot of different ways, but it also is going to help you to partner with people in a deeper way. Maybe projects that you've been collaborating with can make more headway. And you might have some arguments or some things that come up, what you're trying to get through, but you're very likely to get the support that you need um, or have some breakthroughs in the area of your personal relationships. The next thing is that Venus is um, in Capricorn, and this can help you to focus on some money matters more. It will help very much to give a little grounding with all of the crazy Sag energy. But if you're trying to do something where you're like, okay, I'm gonna get disciplined, I'm gonna get organized, I'm gonna have my New Year's resolutions or plans or whatever you wanna do, the likelihood that you're going to be able to think more clearly and focus more and kind of just get settled in is going to be towards the end of December and into January when the Capricorn energies start to strengthen, okay? So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a little bit difficult um, to bring that discipline in until the end of the month. That will be easier. All right, so the next big must know is that Venus is in retrograde. And this is really important because, as we said, Venus rules love and beauty and money and aesthetics. And so the big thing to know is that you might not be seen clearly in these areas of life. And if you can avoid making big, not easily changeable decisions, that is your best bet. I mean, that's really, if we have to encapsulate Venus retrograde in a couple of sentences, that is it. But because Venus retrograde is complex, I have a lot of resources for you to check out. If you search for Annie Botticelli Venus retrograde, you'll wanna watch my video. I think it's still the most viewed Venus retrograde video on all of YouTube. Um, and it's very comprehensive and will help you prepare for this long transit. Venus is retrograde from November or um, December 19th through January 29th, but the shadow period, the pre-shadow period, uh, starts November 18th and the post-transit shadow period goes through March 2nd. So it's a long transit and there are opportunities, um, but there are also some major don'ts or avoids or things to understand. Biggest thing to know is that if something is low stakes, easily affordable, easily changeable in love, beauty, money, anything like that, it's great and fine to engage. If you're trying to make a big decision about something in those arenas, 
you might be under a Venus spell and there's a common tagline that goes with Venus retrograde once it goes direct. What was I thinking? So you don't want to shave your head and get a tattoo um, because those are not easily fixable things. If you decide you want your hair back and you don't like the tattoo or the artist, you know, wasn't, didn't do a good job, then the, those, the odds of those things are increased in Venus retrograde. So it's a fine time to like get a henna tattoo and, you know, say, oh, I wonder how it would be to have this, this particular design and, you know, get, the, get a feel of an artist doing something that's changeable, flexible, fixable. You know, if you're going to dye your hair, maybe dye the tips or something or, you know, something that is not a big enhancement or hard to fix if you decide that you don't want it. Same goes for like buying a whole new wardrobe. If you're loaded and you can afford it, don't worry about it, spend your money. Because if you come to regret it, it's not, if it's not gonna affect you financially, it's no big deal. But if you're not, it would be a good time to get things used or do a clothing swap with your friends or ways basically that you can enhance beauty or aesthetics of your home or yourself that are um, sustainable and not going to get you into a hole like buying a super expensive house at above the market rate. Those are not the things indicated for this time. But because other people who are not watching this video are going to not be seen clearly, there are going to be people giving things away of value at this time. And so if you are a value hunter, you actually can get some smoke and deals on things. Just be aware that it's not a money pit or that you know everything you need to know about it before the purchase because some information might be masked. All right, you definitely wanna watch that video. I also have a Venus retrograde through the houses and signs series of blogs at AnnieHelpsYou.com. And the ones that are most relevant for you are Venus in Capricorn, Venus retrograde in Capricorn, Venus retrograde in um, Scorpio or the eighth house. And for those of you who are um, in the June born timeframe, also Venus retrograde in Libra or the seventh house. Those are going to be all sections that are coming up for you. Everybody's going to pretty much be asking questions about their money and their work and their business or their father figures or authority figures or their place out in the world. Now, if you're retired or don't need to work, then your place out in the world may be the way that that comes in or something healing with your father or father figures. Um, but there is a strong focus on work and employment, asking questions about this for yourself, things being called into question and reconsidering going back to old ways of making money. If you need to earn some money or need a job, going back to past things at this time might be more beneficial than trying to do something new, unless the new thing is a bridge. Don't be afraid to take a job if you need it. I get that question a lot. If you're like, oh, I've been waiting for a job and now it came in in Venus retrograde and it's brand new and I've never done it before. If you need the job, then take the job. Just know that it might be a little shorter term than you expect. And if that's the case and it serves as a bridge, then it doesn't really matter, you know? But, um, but those topics are definitely going to be coming up. All right, so another major must know is that we've got the third clash of the year, the Saturn-Uranus square, this major, major outer aspect um, connection, February 14th, June 14th, and um, December 24th. Then we're also going to have it between August um, and November of 2022, but we'll have a little reprieve between around January and August of 2022. But the topics coming up here, and again, I'm gonna refer you to another video. Every once in a while, I get somebody that says, why are you referring us to so much stuff? Okay, so I'm just gonna answer that right now. It's rare, usually everyone's saying, thank you so much for the free stuff. 
Um, but the reason why I refer out to other videos I've made is if I give you the full comprehensive picture that you need to know of each of these things that we're discussing, this video will be four hours long. So if you want to have all of the details, I'm going to give you the highlights here. And then if you want to have deeper knowledge, which I recommend because this is a long transit, it is a very deep, profound transit and it is going to affect everybody in some way or another. Then you can search for Annie Botticelli, Saturn square Uranus. But what we need to know about that is it's clashes of the old Saturnian way and the new, the new Uranus, Uranian way. All right. And this is, you know, innovation versus tradition. This is, um, freedom versus enslavement of, to an ideal, to an idea, to a job, to whatever. The idea of rebellion and, um, authority and uh, how we can have more freedom in our lives, but gel that in in a longer term way. Something important to note is that it could, this energy could lend itself to rashness, like here, let's do this, and then throws the baby out with the bathwater. But if that thing that you're doing is not sustainable, then it will come back. So like a, an example, if you spend a bunch of money and you feel, wee, you're spending all this money, because now you feel free because you have the money. Well, if you didn't have, if you, if you didn't, where, if you borrowed that money or you didn't have the money to begin with and you spent money you didn't have, then you're going to be a slave to paying it back or a slave to the deficit of it. So those kind of things you'll see at the individual level, the couple, family level, the community level, the government level, the world level. If you're spending resources on borrowed time or borrowed resources, then you have momentary freedom, but long-term enslavement. And so this is something that's really critical for you to look at is this story of what will make you truly free and truly free in the long term, and how you can use that need for change to make decisions that will hold foundations in place while you add the new things in so that you don't just throw everything out and then have nothing. All right. So these fledgling ideas and things that are coming in, um, really might need some support for their growth. And until then, we need some of the old systems. And so you'll see how this works in your individual experience and the group experience. Okay, so you can see how, you know, this has been affecting the supply chains and all the markets and all the financial systems and the currencies, just all of it. All of it is, is part of this storyline, which I go into more in that other video. The last big must know is that on December 28th, Jupiter is going into Pisces. Oh, by the way, I've given you five dates here of five major events, and they are major, and that's why I'm picking them out to talk about them. But we've got a countless amount of aspects, a lot more salty ones than sweet ones, hate to say it, this month. But you can get a list of all the sweet and salty aspects, all the aspects, what you can expect from them. That's one of the other perks you get when you sign up for my free email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com because um, we're just hitting some highlights here. But December 28th through May 11th, Jupiter is moving into Pisces. And for Geminis, this is pressuring you to expand in your work. This could be a good thing, but it is a 90 degree angle. So it is a pressure point. So that means that your destiny is calling you still to expand in your work and career sector or in your place of sharing your gifts in the world. If you're if you're someone who doesn't need to work or doesn't need money, this can have to do with the pressure of compiling your lifetime of wisdom and sharing it with others. Um, and that can be true even for people who are in the workplace still. But you are going to have Jupiterian pressure and Jupiterian blessings. So in that period of time, your chances for 
um, advancement, acknowledgement, recognition, and also spreading out into multiple industries. And this is something that can be of special interest for Geminis because Geminis, like me, like Sages, we like to get our fingers in a lot of pudding pies. That's why I always like to describe it. So some people's um, financial picture is not going to come from one job, one income. And you might, this might actually be a trend that is going on in the world. You know, it used to be with our, my, you know, and my parents, you know, that get one job, you take it till you retire, and that's how it goes. And some people will still do that. But Geminis in particular really like the freedom of movement. They like changes in their surroundings. They like diversity. And so you might find that having a side business doing this certain thing having a, you know something steady doing this, having a few different ways that you're having income come in, that you'll be happiest there because then you can give more full energy to each thing because you're excited about each thing because it's not the only thing that you're doing. So this transit of Jupiter through this space for you can actually add industry and add different ways of income and add, if you're wanting to start a business, I wouldn't necessarily recommend launching a new business right at this time when Jupiter is um, starting unless, um, you know, unless it just happens to be that way and it's unavoidable. But good times for big launches are like November through the 18th or March again is going to be really great for launches. But now is a good time, like December is a good time to think about the ideas, to do um, strategic planning, to do feasibility studies for a business you might want to do, to go back to old contacts and maybe get a little experience or get your feet wet in a certain um, field. You know, a sort of like little bridge things or experimentation things are really well indicated for this time. But as we get out of the Venus retrograde, and then we'll have a Mercury retrograde while, Mer while um, Jupiter is still in Pisces, but once we've got Jupiter in Pisces and everything is direct, which will be happening in March, then you're going to really be able to push forward with your things that you want um, that are new. So just kind of imagine, like we talked about before with um, the imagery of uh, a, an island where the tide is coming in, so if you try to launch your boat out to shore or throw your message in a bottle into the water, when the tide's coming in, it's going to come right back to you. Because the retrograde is a time for going inwards and backwards, like rethinking how to strengthen your boat, you know, protecting your message in a bottle more, or rewriting it or whatever. And then when the energies launch out, which is really going to be strong in March, then the tides will go out and everything that you're trying to push out will be able to go further. All right, so just kind of keep that in mind. Something else that's a must know that Jupiter and Pisces is going to be um, doing is helping you get more connected to your intuition and helping you use your whole brain. Geminis are very logical and get caught in these mental spins. It's a mental sign and, or it's a sign that focuses on the mental plane. And so this Jupiter and Pisces really wants you to activate your creativity sector, your intuition, and to blend the hemispheres of your brain and to get them working together um, so you can use the best of your intuition and the best of your logic. So that's one of the big goals um, at this time. And you'll have a lot of support for um, reaching those states of connection. One thing I can recommend is something called Equi, EquiSync. 
E-Q-U-I, SYNC, S-Y-N-C. They're meditations that you listen to with headphones that help to balance, they're scientifically shown to help balance um, a lot of maladies, but also to help you to access your super genius. Now, I'm not a doctor. If you have some different psychological issues, it might not be appropriate for you, but I'm mentioning it for you to check into. They're not very expensive either. And um, doing things like this can help you melt karma, melt old patterns, melt the, um, basically the excess beta because what Geminis get um, stuck in is an excess beta state, which is the beta state of the brain is the super alert stage where you're thinking you're doing stuff and you're ready to, and we need to have a beta state, but, but Geminis take it to the nth degree where you're like hypervigilant and thinking about it and planning and doing all this stuff. And those types of meditations help you to balance your beta states and enhance some of your other brainwave states that help you to use your whole brain and not get stuck in old patterns or dizzying, um, you know, uh, ambivalence or issues with making decisions or not seeing the clear intuitive choice. And that's going to be what's developing for you at this time too, is that if you have all these things that you wanna do, then you'll get stronger connection to spirit to show what you're supposed to do. And this really dovetails beautifully with the end of this um, eclipse cycle. The retrograde energy is pulling in, the Saturn-Uranus square, and Jupiter moving into Pisces to enhance this spiritual connection. Okay, so I have given you a massive amount of information and must-knows to help you make the most of this month and to know what could be coming so that you can best prepare for it. If you want to have even more information, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Sign up for my free email newsletter. On the AnnieHelpsYou.com site, you'll see the interface for all the free things that I do for you each month, and there are so many. When you sign up for my free email newsletter, you get Shine, my 28-day virtual coaching package. Talk about inner work. This is an inner work powerhouse that I give you for free as a member of my email community. Also, new perk starting towards the end of November, as a member of my email community, you will also get access to run a free birth chart and see what placements and degrees you have so that you can use my videos that I make for you, these in-depth videos, in even greater ways. I have so many other resources, including books, my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You can find it actually on bookshelves in all the major booksellers in the United States and lots of other countries too. And if it's not there on the shelf when you walk in, you can definitely order it. It's on Amazon. It's pretty much everywhere. And it's a guidebook to help you align with the natural rhythms of the universe. If you'd like to be an astrologer as your profession or just casually earn some money from your love of astrology or just help yourself and your friends and family, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you think I go into lots of details, crazy amount of details in my free offerings, you should see what I give you in that course. So you can check that out at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. I also have some free courses on wellness and abundance at that site, which you can tap into. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.